to the 423 Soccer Pod. This is the post-match rant, and on the post-match rant, we take the opportunity to review the match that we just watched. And what we just watched were the Blues going on the road to the New York Cosmos and falling to the Cosmos by a score of 3-1. to one. Uh, I am Jim, and you can find me on Twitter at Chattagooner. And this is Todd. You can find me on Twitter at GreatFootballer. So first, Todd, you want to you want to get in the feels a little bit about this three one loss overall. What uh, what are your takeaways? Uh, my feels are I think the score line is about right. I'm not going to argue with it too much. I felt like uh, Cosmos were a little, were the better side tonight, and uh, I, I think you put on Twitter it's probably a little flattering to them, and it probably is. Uh, I think we would have done well to have gotten a draw. Uh, but I think, you know, 2-1, 3-1, it, it felt about right. Yeah, I don't think we deserved a draw to that match. Our first half was just way too poor. We played a little bit better in the second half and, and matched them a little bit. But that first half, outside, you know, you, and we started off brightly, but uh, that first half was just was just not good enough. And and we'll, maybe we'll talk a little bit about why. But, yeah, I you know, again, I said it, it may have been flattering. I think 2-1 is probably more appropriate for – um, because I think it was a situation where, where we had opportunities for a draw and then they took, they, they kind of countered us when we were pushing for that and got the three, one goal. I think two, one would have been a little more accurate. It doesn't really matter. Two, one, three, one, we had zero points and, and I'm not going to take anything away from the cosmos. I think they fully deserved the three points. They played better than we did. They, their tactics were better than than ours. They uh, executed their game plan, or at least what it looked like their game plan was. This looked like what the Cosmos looked like to me when I watched them earlier this year. They, this looked like more how they liked to play. How they played us in Chattanooga was a little different, I think. Uh, or we were just we we were we were able to counteract what they were doing maybe a little bit better. Maybe. And that's where I'll go with it. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I, maybe. I, we, we play differently tonight. So uh, let's just hit up the score real quick. Final result from uh, Mitchell Stadium. Uh, just, uh, sit, I think that's just off campus at uh, Hofstra University on Long Island. Uh, final score is uh, New York Cosmos 3, CFC 1. Your goal scorers Costa put CFC up in the 12th minute uh, to be countered by Dennis in the 28th for the Cosmos. Uh, Dennis tallied again for a bra- his brace on the night in the 40th, and then um, Bardich in the 80th minute for Cosmos made a final of three to one. So, uh, what were our stats looking like in the first half there? Sure, yeah. Let me go. Let me talk about those in the first half for CFC. Again, we had that one goal from Costa on one shot, only one on target. Um, D'Amico had five saves. We had two offside, six fouls, and one yellow. The Cosmos had two goals on nine shots, seven on target. Uh, one of their shots was blocked. Two, they had two corners. Uh, they were offside. They were flagged for offside once. They had four fouls. 
and then uh, no yellows, no reds. Uh, first half was your stats kind of back up. It was as dominating uh, by Cosmos as it looked like on the screen. Yeah. Um, so, and, and we'll go back to, or I'll go back to how we played them the first time. Uh, you and I talked about uh, before the game kicked, I think it's before the game kicked off or maybe halftime, that in the first game in Chattanooga, we came out in a 4-4-2, the diamond that we had seen so much during the regular NPSL season. Yeah. And, and and I'll kind of give you that lineup. That was a uh, Torres, Dunson, Sanchez, and, and Soren across the back, slightly different tonight. Uh, we had um, uh, Schmarzok uh, on the right back where Soren was in the first game. And then we set up uh, a diamond in the midfield, uh, Valenciano on the back, Juan at the top, with cost, uh, flanked by Costa and Schmarzak, and then Webb and Zeck up top. And we thought in that first game we played them really, really well. At, at least I did. And we had been t- we had talked about Angoli and the threats that that he was going to bring. And we thought that in that first game that Soren just really shut him down. Mm-hmm. But tonight it was a different story. Yeah, tonight tonight he he looked more like the player that I saw when I watched them earlier on in the year. Um, so yeah, we came out in that four four two diamond. We did switch, if you remember, we did switch to three at the back and we to match them in, in the midfield. Um, and so I asked folks uh, before I guess Wednesday, I, I I put out a poll and asked people you know how they felt like we would come out. And a majority of folks said that we would we would come out in a in a four three three. A couple of people said four four two, and then fewer people said a three kind of come out in a three five two that would match uh, what I thought Cosmos was going to come out in. We do come out in that four three three. I think we have gained a lot of confidence. You know, with the last five matches we had won three, drawn two. Those two draws probably shouldn't have been draws, really, to be honest. We had we scored fifteen goals and only gave up three or four. So things were going well in that four three three, but there's a there were a couple of reasons why. There some of the reasons why we were they were going well is based on who was playing and and uh, and our and our offense was seeming to click. But the other reason, as in the level of competition. Well, the other reason playing. that was my other reason. The other um, reason was the level of competition wasn't quite what you're going to see when you play Cosmos, when you play Detroit, or when you play Miami or, or those kind of clubs. So you know maybe we you know maybe we. You know, maybe we got over a little overconfident and and saw the number of goals we were putting in, and and thought, you know, I mean, I, hell, I mean, I, I think I voted for the four three three. I I thought we would come out in that formation, but I will say after, with the even with the goal, you know, even going one up after ten after fifteen minutes, I thought this. I thought we were in trouble. Uh, I I just I we had no control over. We could not. We had no control over the midfield. We could not go. We cannot pass through them. We were not pressing them. Uh, you know, the, the really, if you play a four-three-three, the three midfielders work if the three forwards can press and and create some turnovers and and get some possession in their half. That did not happen. They played through us and um, and when when and they allowed us to play up and then played through us. And well, you made a good point. You know. It, it's all dependent on your, those fours being able to press and make them make mistakes. You know, if you're playing Napa or you're playing Michigan Stars, you're probably going to get those mistakes. But against New York, you know, Cosmos or against Detroit, I don't think you're as likely to get that. And I think we're we're going to need to develop, or you know, we're kind of late in this now. But it, I think we need to develop. Maybe it's one of those things, and we'll see what happens next year. 
when you're playing a, t- a team in the low in the bottom, it's okay to go with a four three three. It, it's fine. You can uh, assert your will on them. But against them in the better teams, I think it's better to be more pragmatic in your approach and kind of uh, adjust from there. But to start out in the four three three, hey, credit to to uh, Coach Fuller. You know, he liked the results. He liked. You know, obviously, he had his his uh, uh, hand on the pulse of the team, and he had a good feel for it. And he thought he could just go for it. And, See what happened. It just it just didn't work tonight. No, it it really didn't. And you know, to be honest, if you know, if he watched film, the team that the team that handled them handled the cosmos the best this year was probably Miami. And that's exactly what Miami did to them. Just pressed the hell out of them and created created two or three big errors in the midfield that resulted in immediate goals. And but you know, we we just that did not work. It didn't happen. We didn't apply pressure. They played through us. They they beat our high line. Well, I'm going to say they beat our high line once. I'm going to argue about the, their first goal, and but uh, you know they, you know they they just outplayed us in the midfield. And and I I thought I thought it was very fairly obvious that we he, we really had to change. I am glad that we saw the first half out at only two one. Uh, you know, a third goal in that first half, which really could have happened. You know, with the with, yeah, we had with, talked about that. The ball fell right to Burgos. Well, as usual, we're getting ahead of ourselves. So yeah. let, let's just kick let's just kick it off. So the first fireworks of the game actually were physical fireworks uh, coming from the fall festival at Hofstra, and I was like, "What? Why am I hearing fireworks like in the eighth minute of the game? Yeah. Like this is what the crap is going on?" And apparently, and, according to the announcers, Cosmos players are very afraid of fireworks because if they said yes. it once, they said it multiple times. That the reason why we scored, or one of the reasons distracted. we scored, where the Cosmos players were put off or scared or I don't know, distracted by the fireworks. I mean, they even continued that nonsense throughout the, the second half. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't know if they. I just need... want to know what special what special skill set the CFC players had. Were they were they playing with earplugs like they couldn't hear? The I think fireworks, we had. Or... I think we had thunder coats. Okay. Yeah, okay. I think we I wear. Didn't, I, didn't know what I think we wear. You know those was. coats that you can put on your 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 pets so that calms yes. them down. I think I think yeah, we had thund- thunder jackets. Thunder jackets. Yeah, I think we had thunder jackets. We, we were apparently we we looked at the activity schedule for Hofstra and were aware that there was going to be fireworks, so yep. we were prepared for that, and we were prepared to release Costa when the fireworks went off, so that so that we could create that chance and and get that goal. So. Well, and then, of course, we were informed as well that Florida uh, was performing uh, next door. So there we go. The 433 Fireworks and Florida all in one podcast. Yeah. That's yeah. a first for us. It is a first. So, but we're coming out. We, we, get, we get Costa in the 12th minute. Uh, ball gets played. Uh, at first, they announced that the assist was from Oliveira when, in fact, uh, the, the through ball was from uh, Woodfin and Oliveira let it pass through. Uh, Costa picks it up on the left side, uh, does a little shake and bake, left foot to right foot, and finishes far post. I think we've seen him score that that goal before this year, but a great finish puts CFC up one to zero in the twelfth. I don't know about you, but I was feeling I was feeling pretty good right then. Well, yeah, right at right at twelve minutes, I was feeling good, but I wasn't feeling good about ten minutes later. Yeah, I, that did, that didn't last long for sure. <laughs> well, first we didn't I didn't ask you this. Were you? Again, we came out of that four-three-three with the, with I believe the same starting lineup we've had for the past, other the past two matches before this. Yeah, Dunstan, Is that right? Uh, Dunstan, Sanchez, uh, Schmarzak, and Torres across the back. Yeah. Uh, 
so we got Cam, Ginky, and Juan in the middle, and then Costa Oliver and Webb up top. Look, I, it's it's fine, I guess. If if you're gonna run a four three three, that's great. I just and maybe it's because I'm looking at it, you know, hindsight. Uh, but once again, I think if if it were me, I'd be a little more pragmatic in my approach uh, going to New York. That, well, yeah, that's just me. yeah. I think it, I think yeah. I'm looking at it with hindsight too, because I I well, I, mean, I thought let's go let's go with the four three three and see what we can do. We've we've created chances our offense has played pretty well our defense has been pretty solid so let's go I I knew I figured that there would be a change though that at some point we would have to change and match them and I think I said you know that that change might be a 3-5-2 it turned out to be something a little bit different I'm not really sure exactly what it was yeah Um, but um so yeah I mean it it is a little bit of hindsight but I think you know I I don't want to be you know I don't want to get so pragmatic that that we we go on the road and and you know engage a low block and put two banks of four and and invite all the pressure and because we're not that type we're not that type of team either i mean we've got we've got players that want to play um and and organization is not our strength to be quite honest so you know that that type of that type of approach wouldn't 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 um, wouldn't be good, but a slightly more pragmatic approach and maybe not throwing people forward would would have helped a little bit um, because it yeah because again I was pumped the, the I don't I didn't keep the possession stats so I don't know what it, those first fifteen minutes looked like it felt fairly even I think before Costa's goal but quickly after. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure if if New York did anything differently. I, I wasn't. I didn't really watch for that. But the field started to tilt. Um, and and well, the, you started talking about that high line, and we saw like number one, they they had had an offside call yeah. uh, in between when Costa scored in their uh, their first goal. They had had an offside, and that should that that was a, a shot across the bow. To be fair, because in the 28th minute. Um, now, you and I looked at it over and over again. It looks like it, it was offside, but, uh, you know, basically the ball gets played through to the right side, and uh, the guy makes about a, a 30-yard, 40-yard run down the field before centering it, uh, and, and Dennis uh, scores his first of uh, two tonight in the 28th. And so at that time – Let's back up a little bit. Are you going to – we've got to back up a little bit on what, that, what yeah. created that situation. Yeah, go ahead. So again, we were in a good position. We had the ball in possession on the right side with Webb. We had a runner coming down the middle. We had somebody on the left, and I don't know exactly what happened. You'd have to talk to Webb, and I can't remember who the runner is in the middle. If it's, it was if Oliver, it's, if, okay, if it's Oliver, you'd have to talk to the two of them to figure out what exactly happened. I don't know if Webb expected him to check his run up and receive the ball in the middle. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me because what's Oliver going to do with it? Um, well, he might have thought it was going to be a give and go. Uh, Maybe. It's hard, but Maybe. It, it just turns into a pass. So he passes pass it into, into just space because Oliver runs right by it, and it goes. it's picked up by one of their midfielders in acres of space. He turns and looks up, and he has got an, an entire half to play the ball into. All he is hoping is that his forward holds his run until he makes the pass. So I don't think that happens. I'm going to go on the record and say that as many times as I've seen it, I understand that that people can come at me with it's a terrible angle, but 
I, you know, there is no way what I see based on what I see and what I've seen from that angle that, that he has two players between him and the, in the inline. Uh, no, he's off. He is offside. <laughs> Simply put, he is off. And I don't, I don't even think, to be honest, I'm not even sure it's that close. So I'm, yeah, you know, and the announcers never, no, they, uh, no, they never make no. reference to an offside. No, even into the second half, they're watching the highlights. It's like they never even. Oh yeah, they're, oh what a beautiful run! I'm like, yeah. that, I mean that's that's a that's a. I'm not going to say he's a yard offside. There is not clear daylight between him and the last defender, but he is well ahead. He's a couple feet uh, in front of our line, and and I saw it real time. I looked right to the AR and I, and I didn't even think twice. Who's standing who's standing 5 yards from yeah. the play? I'm not even sure it's so, 5 yards. Yeah, I mean, why not? So, man, cuz I was I think I was just sitting there and I'm like, well, that's offside. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, what's going on? And the goal is scored and I'm like, what 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 is what is happening? And uh and I immediately go back. I was I was casting the game on my Kuju from my iPad to my TV. So I went back on my laptop and went back and watched it, and I've watched it over and over and over again. I took a screenshot as as close to the delivery of the ball as I can get it, and th- he's just offside. And it's it's so, I mean that stuff happens, and I, I don't I'm not I wasn't too fond of this center ref. I thought he let a lot of stuff go. Both both sides were getting away with some stuff early on. I felt like he was. A little clueless in the middle, and but that's not his call. That's an AR's call. So I can't. I'm not going to blame the the center ref for that. But I, I've I've looked at it multiple times, and and it's just because you know goals change games, and you know that's a little bit of a cliche to say that. But if that's ruled offside, who knows what the heck happens? Again, by that time, I had I had started to become worried about what was happening in the midfield and the and and the only way we seemed to be able to get into the, into our attacking third was long balls over top. Yep. And and that's, and that's and that's how Webb got the ball to begin with. It was a long ball yeah. over the top. He settles well and you're like, "All right, we got something positive going on here." And then it was just a ball to nowhere. Next thing you know, it's shooting through. Webb's making an 80-yard run back and is the closest guy to the which this is another thing I can't get my head around. Somehow, Webb makes an 80-yard run and is the closest guy, uh, our closest defender to the to the guy that scores, to Dennis. So I'm like, why is yeah, that, the guy that just made right. an 80-yard run? There so, ought to be two waves of players in between something. him and, and D'Amico. I think that tells you the gap that existed between uh, the back line and the midfield and, and, the, and the forwards. It was just this massive – sometimes I wanted to take a picture on my Kuju because there was just this massive gap of no blue players on the field. And uh, I was like, this that's not good. And that's why this 4-3-3 is not working because we're just getting completely overran. Well, it's not working when, when the other team has five in the midfield and can pos- no. and everybody on that team can possess the ball and can play with the ball at their feet. You know, we don't play a lot of teams like that. And it's actually New York's probably going to be the only team we play like that, actually that everybody on the pitch can really play with the ball at their feet. And it just – we just got ripped open. Like I said, even even as as salty as I am about the offside call, if we get that offside call, we get let off the hook because we gave the ball away. We gave the ball away to a guy who was in acres of space. He, he had plenty of time to put, pick his head up and play a through ball into an entire half for a forward to run onto. The only thing that was in our favor is that the forward made his run a half second too quickly. 
but it wasn't called. So it was a well played. It was a well played ball. It was it was just a little poor timing on their part. It didn't get called. We got punished. You know, it's frustrating. It's angering. But we did not do the things that we needed to do to to fix that situation. And it happens again. Just yep. to, just I don't know what five or twelve minutes, minutes later. Twelve minutes later. Yeah. So it, it kind of continues on, right? I mean, just they they continue to have the better possession. Uh, we can't connect in the final third. Sloppy giveaways in the 40th minute. Uh, Angoli uh, plays uh, centers a ball. Okay, first of all, we give the ball away again. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we give the ball away. Uh, Angoli, who is 36 years old, <laughs> makes makes a, a great run right through the gut of the uh, uh, CFC defense. The beautiful ball ball played through to him. And uh, he centers it to Dennis for his second goal, making it two to one. This this goal was kind of frustrating because once again we had the ball in a good position in midfield. Costa has uh, probably an easy giveaway, and I believe it was, I think it was Burgos for them, who who starts this uh, transition and eventually uh, makes that uh, cutting pass through to uh, Angoli, and then uh, Angoli sends in a, a beautiful centers in a beautiful uh, cross uh, to Dennis to run onto. But this was frustrating too, for for all the same reasons. A give a, a cheap giveaway in midfield, a transition for a goal. Yeah, I you know I, I told you before we started recording, I, I meant to go back and look at all of the goals that we have conceded in the Members Cup, and maybe some of those goals that we conceded throughout the MPSL season, and kind of count how many passes from either a dead ball situation or a change of possession before there's a goal. I I think you're going to see if I ever get around to doing that that the average is probably two or three passes. I mean if if that it may even, may even be slightly less than than two passes. We we have not done a good job in dead ball situations whether that's a free kick or uh, a a throw in or a corner and then those situations where we've gotten a little stretched and we've gotten countered. I mean it's 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 a situ- and if I can see it and if I see it as the problem with our team, the folks that have forgotten more about soccer have to see it. I just don't know what the solution is. And it's, it's something that I think, you know, typically there's, there's two things you've, you've got to apply more pressure in the midfield. You've got to, so that those, those runs cannot be spotted and passes can't be put through. And then you have to have players in the, in the back line who are really, really positionally smart and, can track those runs and can spot problems before they occur. And then for other situations, you just need to be switched on. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this. Uh, something out on the inside, so I'm going. Don't say this. Here's the thing: when you're playing Detroit, and you're I'm sorry, not Detroit. When you're playing New York, or you're playing a Miami, uh, or, or a team of that ilk, you gotta assume that that they are gonna have the more technical players. Uh, maybe more physically gifted players. Okay, let's concede that. So matching up one-on-one is not going to be your strong point. So you're not going to be able to apply pressure because they're going to be able to move faster, be better with the ball. So you better retaliate with at least matching them with numbers, if not trying to uh, win with numbers. That's why I think this just the 4-3-3 is not going to work against a team like Cosmos. That's just my opinion. And I might be way off base on that. No, I think no. I mean, I, I think you're right. Again, look, to to apply to apply the pressure, you have to apply in the midfield. You've got to have the guys there to do it, right? Um, 
<clears throat> and so we we just couldn't do it for whatever. If you can't get close enough to the ball, then it doesn't really matter. No, so you, no. you're just you're just running yourself to death. So you better just try to overwhelm them with numbers, and and that's and once again, hindsight's twenty twenty. That's what I wished I, we would have done. So yeah. So anyway, we go into halftime. We're we're down two to one. All is not lost at this point. Um, I felt pretty. It, I felt pretty bad, to be honest. I, I did too. But but at the same time, I thought you know we've played like complete crap in a lot of ways, and it's only two to one. This yeah. is there this is still to play for. I, I expected there to be a halftime adjustments. Uh, and, and we did see that. We come back out in the second half immediately. Halftime substitutes. Valenciano comes in for Wood, Woodfin. Zeka comes in from Oliveira. Uh, I could not tell on the screen, and we talked about this, if there was any um, change in the actual formation. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, what Did we change to a 4-5-1? Did we stay with a 4-3-3? It, it was just kind of hard to tell. Yeah, if I uh, had to guess, like I said while we were talking, if I had to guess based on the, the personnel in the game that – Ginky and Valenciano were in some type of two-man pivot as as a defensive midfield. So if that's a four-five-one, or and I think, and I'd have to go back and watch this, but just on <clears throat> in in my mind, our two outside forwards played a little deeper and weren't as pushed forward as they were in the first half. So that feels and it, so if you have slightly deeper forwards, you've got a pivot, you've got. You still have a ten. That sounds like a four-two-three-one, but I can't. We don't play. I don't know that. Yo, know, actually, we did play a four-two-three-one early in the NPSL season at some point, and it didn't. It just didn't. I don't remember who it was against, but it did not work, and we switched out of it pretty quickly. Um, and so, you know, so we haven't seen that, but it, it still could be a four-three-three in terms of personnel. Uh, outside, the one thing is is Ginky, and the, and the reason why I feel that there may have been kind of a two man pivot there because there were times when I saw Valenciano going forward, and that's not something that Valenciano is going to do a lot anyway. A, a lot, and yeah. he's definitely not going to do it if he's a one man DM, right? He, you're not going to see him. Right. He's 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 going to be so. It's not a diamond. It wasn't a four four two. It wasn't a four three three where you've got that one person. So. But there were other times when Geeky went forward. So that's what it feels like a pivot. But whatever it was, whatever they did, allowed us to at least gain a little bit more control over the match. Um, if, if, uh, since we let's go over the second half stats. Yeah. So uh, again, CFC did not score a goal in the second half, but we had five shots, three of those on target. We had one corner, one called offside, seven fouls, and a yellow. The Cosmos had one goal on five shots, only one goal on target, three saves from their keeper. One of their shots was blocked. They had three corners, one offside, eight fouls, and two yellows. So, again, that statistically is a much more even match in the second half. And, and I think and it I will say this felt. just right out the gate. I didn't I didn't think right out of the gate. I felt I think we played into the second half. I didn't feel like right out of the gate in the second half like we were like, okay, we are immediately back. Correct. We still kind of felt a little bit like more of the same. That is true. And it probably wasn't until about the sixty fifth maybe that I thought we really started to get into it. There was there was about a three minute four minute stretch in the fifty first and the fifty fifth. I have it written down. I'm gonna. I ain't gonna lie. I threw my pen twice. There was one time, like Gabby had worked really hard to gain possession. Okay, and I and and I, he had a good game. I thought he had very difficult assignment over there on the left with um, 
uh, the guy with three last names. And, uh, <laughs> and, and so, but I thought he was really good. And I thought physically he was probably outmatched a little bit, but I thought Gabby had a great game over there and he handled him well. But he fought really hard to win this ball back and then just gave the ball away. And it, and it like led to a dangerous opportunity for the Cosmos. And then a couple minutes later, uh, we, we completely waste a free kick. I don't know oh, what. Oh, yeah. What, what was the that? What was we're playing everything short tonight. We yeah. didn't take one opportunity to pump a ball in, into the uh, into the box just to see what would happen. And we played all the – and then it was a wasted free kick. You know, we just kind of played it short, tur- easy turnover, and it led right to another little chance. And I, I, like I said, I was throwing pins and everything else <laughs> as I sit there and watch that. Because it was just so unnecessary. Yeah. So unnecessary. And I don't know if that was something that it, – it almost looked extremely intentional. Like, we are not going to, like, just take long balls into, into their, the opposing team's box. I, I don't know why, but that's what it looked like. Well, again, you know, we don't have – we don't have a big number nine. I mean, you know, without bringing up, without bringing up center backs – we don't have a real commanding presence that can that can go into the 18 and win, and win a lot of aerial duels. So I mean, I still I'm, I I I agree with you. You you got a, I, I can't remember when that free kick was, but even the announcers were like, um, what what did CFC just do? I mean, and yeah, <laughs> the, and they were they were like, um, guys, no, that's that's no, don't do that. And it it just didn't. It just was. It was just weird. Um, it was just strange. I, I didn't know exactly what what the plan was, but I, I understand pumping balls in the eighteen. Ugh, I mean, we don't have anybody in there that's going to win a lot of aerial duels. But on the flip side, playing it ain't like it, we were creating a whole lot anyway. No, but and I even think was that ball played back? I, I can't remember. I, I just I just I looked know. at my notes. It was just <laughs> you're, you're right. It was frustrating. We did Angry have place. a couple of I don't even know if I want to call them half chances. The 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 Cosmos announcers got really excited about it, and their keeper did come out and make and and smothered some good some good you know through balls and. But again, I think the touches were the passes were a little heavy. They were favorable. It was always the ones I remember. The keeper was always. Um, a favorite to get to those balls. So maybe they were like quarter chances. Uh, There were a couple where he did, he had a couple of smothers in a row that, that, you know, that thought that I thought maybe he got out of goal once and one, I guess was, it was, I gave it a shot. I'm not really sure it was a shot. Yeah. I got it in about the 60th minute. There was a sequence there where it was Juan to Zeka. uh, And then uh, I think, yeah, and I think yeah, uh, he, he had a double save, didn't yeah. he? Didn't he have a save well, on Costa? Yes, he did. Yeah, I gave him, I gave him two saves. They were really way out. They were, they were. He was way out of his goal, but yeah, I gave yeah. him, I gave him two saves. And there were a couple. I gave of, him, a, I gave him a smothered and covered. <laughs> they were. Uh, I don't have the. I don't have the uh, the Waffle the House. I don't the have Waffle the Waffle House, house like, line on my on my on my stat sheet. I um. So yeah, there were two of those opportunities that that came about. So. Two of those, and and I believe there were about four shots, four maybe four, three or four shots in those two chances. So they were maybe half chances. I, you know, I, they it wasn't a situation where I felt like, ooh, you know that that we should have put that away. It, they would have been no. It would have been it would have been a nice. It would still would have been difficult to score. But again, it was two one, and their you know their keeper did a good job of coming out and smothering that stuff. And but it was better. 
it was better right. than the first half. And a significant change in the 59th was we had uh, Soren come in for Schmarzak, which we had mentioned how well he had done against Angoli in the first game. And I'll be honest, from the time he came in, uh, Angoli quite he, he quieted down like uh, you know quite a little bit. I thought. Yeah, there, there and, were uh, there were several there were several balls uh, to him. Uh, that Soren was able to track the run and 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 take the ball and and you know and and create or start start possession the other way, um, so he he did okay. However, it was it was a goalie that that kind of created that their their third goal, which really was against the run of play. I mean, we had had we had had some good possession. We had had we were we were I wouldn't say we were in control of the midfield, but it was a fair fight. In the midfield, yeah, it was about fifty. I would I would say it was about fifty fifty. Once we kind of grew into the our, you know, we changed personnel and formation a little bit. I thought it was about fifty fifty, and you you might have tipped your hat to CFC uh, to you know maybe a little bit in in terms of like chances and momentum. Yeah. And then in the eightieth minute, uh, you have a, a combination play that ends up with uh, Angoli uh, cutting the ball back on the left side into Bardich, who who really has a nice first touch to set himself up uh, on, on the turn yeah. and uh, beats D'Amico to the far post. Uh, it looked like it, it might have got like right to the – maybe to the left of D'Amico's feet. It was really hard to tell. Uh, but uh, regardless, makes it in for 3-1. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't want to be point, harsh on Phil. That, that, yeah. It looked like, again, we, we had a very low angle, a very a really bad angle yeah. for judging it this. It could have got lost between feet. For it all lo- yeah, it looked like he may have been able to do a little bit better. The first two goals I don't think he could do a whole lot with, but I, I felt like he may have been able to do a little bit better with that. Um, but, I mean, it, it was a good turn. He, he's turning from like 10 yards, so – um, yeah, at a pretty acute angle too. Yeah, so it's it, it, you know it may have it probably would have it probably would have been a really really nice save. And if and if I could have a behind the goal look at it, I may say, well, Jim, though, that's that's just a good shot. But uh, you know, mm-hmm. I I can't see there. That's the one of the that's the only goal that I I, I felt like maybe maybe D'Amico could have done a little bit better. But it really wouldn't have mattered. I mean, it was at that no. point it was the 80th minute. We really didn't have a whole lot. We had we had some late subs. Lima came in. That's the first time we've seen him in a while. And yeah, in and the they, 81st we did a double sub. Walsh yeah, for Webb, Walsh. Cole for Costa. Yeah, and then in the 83rd Lima in for Torres. Uh, and then of course, like you said, we had a flurry of uh, kind of like half chances, and and we had five minutes of stoppage time that really yeah. didn't. I don't uh, know. I don't know where that ref got five minutes of stoppage time either. from, but you know, at that point I was like, you just hey, maybe there'll be a little Fergie time here. And and we we could we could pull back one in that five minutes, yeah. but yeah, we really didn't do much in the five minutes. You know, again, the second half was better. I feel better about the second half. I feel a little bit better about the performance in the second half. I feel, uh, you know, the, the I, cheap I, giveaways is what killed me. Like putting in so much work and getting balls in in good positions just to give it away and, and not cause them any problems. Like that is the ultimate kick in the crotch, man. Like yeah. that just there's one thing that like that just drives me insane. It's that that's it. Just the cheap giveaways after so much work and effort, and uh, it's just kind of getting them to oh here you can have this back and uh, make sure you go kick us in the nuts at the other end of the field. <laughs> yeah, it's just that. It, yeah, you know it's you know after the first match, you know that if we play that first match ten times, I think I think we win five, the Cosmos win five, or maybe we win three, they win three, and it's drawn four times. I don't know. You know, the first match was just very, very even. I even did a first half look at the 
at the possession and, and passing stats, and it was it was um, it was like I think uh, 50, 53, 47 possession to to CFC, um, and you know it was it was just a very very even match. This well, I just don't think it's I, I don't think it's a credit to really what the way the Cosmos played in the first game or tonight. I think it's the difference in the way CFC played in the first game versus tonight. Yeah. I would really I would really be interested to hear coach talk about about what he was seeing in that first half in the in you know now you know with the with the I don't know how many subs we get in the members cup I mean we 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 still seven. Okay, we still have okay, so we use six. Um <clears throat> so I you know, I don't know if they're I don't know if he really could have changed much in you know changing things in the first half is really <laughs> like putting out a Putting up a, a white flag, not not a white flag, but a you know whatever a, a you know it's putting like the the American flag upside down, and then a sign of distress. So I mean that you know <laughs> making first half changes looks really looks like you're in distress. And we, to be honest, there were parts of that match of that match in the first half that I felt like we were a little bit in in, in some trouble. Um, but you know we came out in the second half and, and looked a lot better. But it's just. You know, again, I felt I felt pretty good about where we are in terms of the level of play that we're going to be going into after the first Cosmos match. I feel I feel a little worried. I think we're I think we're lacking in some areas. You know, I, I think we need I think we need some fullbacks. Um, you know, I think I think we need some. We might need some depth and help in the midfield a little bit. You know, I feel pretty good with our attacking, although you and I have talked a lot about the need for a big number nine, mm-hmm. you know, somebody who we could use to – Somebody who has a, 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 a physical presence and can really stretch a back line. Yeah, and, and just so we can – because, you know, like tonight, if, if we're going to play long ball, I mean, we don't have somebody up front that's – that's really I thought we might be putting Lee Man at the end when he came on for Torres. I was like, maybe he's going to go up top. Go up top. Like, Lima for striker. He's the biggest man on the field. I mean, let's do yeah. this. So you know, so I, I feel a little. I feel a little like there's some work to do in the squad to, uh, to 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 do some squad building. And I know that we've had some trialists in. We had some late in the MPSL season, and I know fullback is one where one area where we're looking because you know Smarzok is a midfielder, really. I mean, that's where he started, and I don't. You know, we've seen Soren out there. He's really not. He's really not a fullback either. Uh, he's more of. I think he's more of a center back in a back three. Than uh, than really a fullback. Now he's not. He's played well, and and really Smarzok has has played okay. I mean tonight's yeah. tonight maybe an outlier with the rest of the matches, but um, right. you know I, I do think after after seeing this, you know there's not a golf in class. I, the, you know the Cosmos aren't going to be walking up, and you know these aren't the you know I think I think the two matches we've seen would be fairly indicative of the matches that we would see between CFC and the Cosmos going forward. Uh, you know, I, I do think we could take some points off them at home. I think it'd be difficult with at least if we're going to play like that. Take it'd be difficult on the road. But I am a little, I am a more worried after watching this match than I have been. Um, you know, and I, I've watched, and it's hard. It's really hard. I don't know if you have you watched any of the Nisa stuff. Have you seen any of those matches? I've seen clips from them, and uh, there's a couple of teams that I've been uh, fairly impressed with. 
so I'm with you. Like, you know, when I look at San Diego, uh, I, I see there's, they definitely have some quality on their team. We know the quality uh, that, that exists, um, you know, some of these other teams. So, yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. Well, I'm going to be very interested to watch – because Miami will play like those California teams, right? They'll, oh yes. Yeah, so they'll play them in the fall, though, right? As part of the showcase, or are they just playing? Or is it just this? Are they just playing the teams oh. in the East? I, you know, I, I read something about that just a week ago, and I, I cannot remember. Yeah, to I, say I, don't, I think they're. I think they're only. I think they were only scheduled to play Atlanta and Stumptown and Philly when Philly was a thing. Um, Thanks, so, Billy. Thank you. <laughs> I, I'm very. I I, be, I really wish because that would that gives me a measuring stick. I think you know Stumptown. Yeah. Stumptown and Miami played tonight, and last I looked, Stumptown was down two nil. So you know, I think that gives me a, a fairly. I mean, I think Miami is a measuring stick because we've played them. We know what they're like. We know we know what we look like against them. So. Well, I think I, I think Miami's a class above. I, I really do. Uh, well, you yeah, look at what they. Yeah, you well, look, you look at, at what they did to. Well, you look at the roster. You look at what they did to New York. You look at uh, just the way they they handled themselves in, in general, and it, it's a it's it's a really really solid team. Yeah. Uh, so, but like I said, I look at the San Diego team. I look at was it Cal United? Is it Cal Strikers? Yeah, Cal United uh, Strikers. Yeah, they they don't look bad. No, in uh, Oakland, they, in Oakland, and Cal have played two pretty fun matches to watch. Yep. They they both ended up in draws, but. Uh, they've they've played pretty, but but again, I don't think they don't jump out of the screen looking uh, as a class above us. Um, no, but I would really like to see them play a team like Miami or New York or a team that I know a little bit more about, so I could so I could really gauge because I don't really know much about 1904 or Oakland or Cal. Uh, I am um, I I have this I have started. And if anybody else wants to help me with this, you can hit me on Twitter, Todd Imany. I don't think you may have seen this. I, I, I put it out on Twitter that I'm going to do kind of a player database for all the NISA teams. So I've got, I'm looking at all of their rosters and getting their, like the, what clubs they've played for and if they've played internationally, how old they are, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and I want to do all of the NISA teams before we get to the spring. And Matt uh, Coniglio has said that he would help a little bit. I've got a – if there are other, others out there who want to look at what I've done already and help, because this is – it's tedious. It's way it's – If way, there's others out there that don't plan on going to, back to work in the next stop. two years, please, please let <laughs> – no, uh, You could do little bits. You could do little bits at a time, right? I, you know, you don't have to sit down. But get ready for – get it ready for serious Google searches and – Looking at at really bad, really bad Wikipedia pages and really bad um, UPSL nice. and MPSL pages, and reading and reading um, bad stories from local media across the country, uh, or in some cases bad media from Mexican from and, and then from Mexican newspapers and using Google Translate to try to figure out what they're telling you. So. Um, yeah, but I can't wait. But anyway, you know, in doing that, I've, I've gotten a better feel for the history of of some of their of those players. And yeah, Miami stands out. I did Miami's roster first, and um, yeah, man. But we already knew that. We are, you know, we already knew Miami's roster was a little different. But anyway, that's a long way to get back to. I'm, I, you know, I am, I am frustrated because I think that there are good pieces to the puzzle, 
at CFC. I think we need to do some work. I don't think it's a lot of work, and I don't want to take anything away from the current players. Again, I, you know, I think I can't remember if you and I talked about this on the podcast or we talked about it in person. I can't really point to any particular player who's who has performed poorly. Uh, it just seems maybe it's systemic, maybe it's a system issue. I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't even. And here's what I'll say to this: sometimes you just need one or two special players. True. That that separates themselves from everybody else, and and just is a, and, and that'll take you to the next level because you know those people do A, B, or C in such a way that they command special attention from another team and take pressure off of other players and let those other players also shine more. Yeah. So, you know, it's not so much that I just think we're looking for one or two special players as opposed to uh, a team overall or something like that. That's not, I don't think that's what I'm talking about. I think we need a 10. I think Juan needs to be played more as an eight. I think we need a 10. I think we need some fullbacks. I would love a center forward who can play with their back to goal and uh, not necessarily to replace what we currently have, but to give options to how we play. Um, I would like to see us play, if we do a 4-3-3, get somebody who can play the center forward spot who might be able to do a false nine and drop into the midfield and give us another body in there if we need to, which then could create more space for players like Costa and Webb out wide. Um, I do like those two players. I do like our wide attacking options. Uh, I, and, and, you know, and, and Pipe has played well. He scored some, he scored some goals. Um, but, you know, I, I, I think we need a different option in there for situations like tonight where we probably needed somebody that could, that could drop in and, and give a fifth or fourth, in this case, a fourth body in the midfield and try to gain some – because it was just chaos uh, in, in the midfield in that first half. So, well, next week, uh, I will not be here. I'll be on a much needed vacation. I do regret that it is on uh, Detroit city weekend because I was looking uh, forward to heading back down, uh, to, uh, Chattanooga brewing after the match. But I mean, it is what it is. I got to take vacations when I get them, man. So I, so I'm I'm call I'll put a call out now for someone to do the post match rent with me at at Chattanooga Brewing Company uh, since Todd is going to be uh, away. I may be able to do the podcast. I, it just depends. You never know how these vacation things go. You don't need to be what, doing what this is- on your. You don't need to be doing this on your vacation. What you think that you think the chances are high that I'm going to like not watch the Detroit City CFC game. Come on. Well, no, but once once it's over, you need to be, you know, doing other I stuff. I need to be back in my, my zen. Yeah, yeah. Decompressing. Yeah. You may want to be, but I don't, I don't know. know. So, no. so, yeah, if you're interested, I, I do. I will be talking earlier that day with uh, somebody who's coming up from Charlotte to watch the match. And so that, that will, we will, um, the soccer goose, if you follow him on the Twitter, he, now, you know, if you know me, you know, you know what, what sacrifices I'm making. He actually is a, a Charlotte Independence fan. Mm. So you know where they play, right? Charlotte. Well, yeah. What league? <laughs> what league? Thank you. Thank you. 
He'll be here. He'll be here all week. What league they play in? Uh, yes, I know yeah. you're crossing that. that so USL I'm, we're, boundary. we're crossing the streams. I don't know. What, so I'm going to be don't nice. Don't cross the streams. That's the first rule. <laughs> I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be nice. We've talked on Twitter a little bit. I'm going to be nice. So we're going to. I'm going to have a conversation with him at some point before the match during the uh, during the tailgate. It's his birthday weekend, so. He and his wife are going to be after the match going off and doing stuff in Chattanooga. So I won't be, he won't be at the, the, the uh, post match. So I'll need somebody else because I, you know, I, I wasn't really by myself. I just, um, you know, it's just not good. So nobody, nobody wants to hear that. Well, I guess, uh, live from uh, my base here, my, in the uh, back of my wife's, uh, clothing store. <laughs> Which, well, which is better than home. For those of you that don't know, I live so far out in the sticks that I don't have internet service. So, and I'm on a podcast, so figure that one out. Yep. Okay. So, three so. one. Not a great night for CFC. A little frustrating. A little worrying. Um, we go again next week against our frenemies from Detroit, who have a very good knack of of um, grinding out results, even if their performance is not great. So, you know, I think they did that against Detroit to get a, to get a draw. They did that against us up there to get a two, one win. They are not going to be a team that is going to give us chances. They're not going to be a team that uh, are going to make mistakes that give away the game. Um, And so we're going to need to play with with some aggression, with some, you know, some forward thinking and take the chances we create. And if we do that, I think we can get a result. Uh, if we don't and stretch ourselves again, they have the ability to counter. They've got two players in. All right, quickly, quickly, yes. right now. Are, are we, are we going to see the four, three, three next week? Yes or no? Yeah, I think we will. <laughs> There you go. There you have it, folks. Chattagunder says we will see the 4 I think, 3 I think, I think we will. I don't know. I mean, I think it just seems like they're they're really fond of it. I mean, that, and, I, and I don't know if this – I don't know if this, if this situation will change their mind to play that way at home. I don't remember. I was, I was in, a, in the hospital. How did we come out against them in Detroit? You were up there. I was, and I will still have to come back through my notes to okay. tell you how we came out against them because I don't remember. I don't remember either, uh, and I, I do. I just I remember I remember two counter goals, and then a second half when we created we created stuff and we scored one. We had we came a, out we came out in a four four two against Detroit. Four four two. We had yep, uh, pretty familiar lineup: Torres, Dunson, Lima, Sanchez across the back, uh, Ginky. Juan Costa, Schmarzog, and Wilshire and Oliveira up top. Okay. So, yeah, I th- I we'll do see. think I'll I'll put out a poll again to see if anybody thinks differently. But I, I do think we'll see the four three three, and I I think we'll probably unless somebody picked up an injury. I I don't know. I you know I think we might see a majority of the same players out there at the beginning. This seems to be a a, a really popular first eleven, although they've played three games now. So you would think you would, might need to rotate. Uh, All right, but we'll I'm see. going against the grain. I say we don't see the four three three. I say we go back to a four four two and 
Oh, now you're going to get me box Well, of I mean, diamonds. we haven't seen the diamond in a while since MPSO. Yeah, right? we, we, we haven't. Uh, yeah, so, I, well, we, that, we did see the box, too. He, that was the change he made in Detroit. We went from diamond to uh, box in the second half. Okay. So, uh, you know, it wasn't a huge change, but uh, I'd say we'll see some variation of the 4-4-2 as opposed to 4-3-3 because I think uh, we, we've, we've been exposed too many times on the counterattack. And I think it's a, it'll be another midfield battle. So there okay. you go. Well, uh, I, 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 would, I don't mind that. I think if we come out with uh, a, two, a two-man defensive uh, midfield, I would be okay with that to protect, the, uh, to protect that back line um, and maybe be a little bit more pragmatic in approach. Uh, but I do think we could play with I, – I, you know, I do think they're going, to, they're going to sit back more than we are. So if they sit back, I don't, I don't want to. They're not, I'm not talking about a, a like a low block or the, you know they're not going to get all Mourinho on us. But uh, you know I think they, they're going to sit back and know that they can counter us. And uh, so, so yeah, we'll see, we'll see. But that'll be next week, uh, and we'll have them in town. I know that a lot of them are coming down to uh, to see the match. So again, they're a team that has ground that they've grinded out. Matt, you know, results in in situations where they where they've really been outplayed, and they are very good at at not giving away anything. So we're going to have to take it. It's going to be tough. They're a good team, and they've played well in this Members Cup. So, um, anything else, Todd? That's all I got. Other than that, I just got a long ride home. So, all right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> let's get you home. We've we've talked about almost an hour about this. So again, um, from New York, uh, it was three, one to the cosmos, not a great night for the blues, but we will go again, maybe learn something from this match. And we still can kind of solidify, solidify our place in third behind the cosmos and maybe take some points off of Detroit. It won't be bad. So yeah, so that's it for tonight. We will we will be back with a regular podcast early next week. Again, like I said, I'll be talking with um, Ben Goshern, I believe is his name. Uh, he goes by Soccer Goose on Twitter. I'll be talking with him a little bit and uh, getting his take on kind of Chattanooga and Detroit and and why he's coming to that match and other things with lower league soccer. I'll be nice. I won't be um, I won't be too salty with USL. Um, but I do have some questions about USL. So so we'll we'll do that. And then, Todd, you and I will try to get back together and, and do the full pod next week if uh, if we can. And we will have a post-match show after the Detroit match. Again, if there's anybody out there who wants to come join me, um, I will just just reach out to me on Twitter, DM, at me, whatever, and we'll we'll set something up and, and talk about it. So with that, uh, I guess we will close out tonight. Again, you can find the podcast at 423SoccerPod on Twitter. We are now on Anchor FM, so you can find all of our episodes there. If you're looking for me to yell at me or to block me, I am on Twitter at Chattagooner. And this is Todd. You can find me at Great Footballer on Twitter. And uh, I don't know if you said it or not. I can't remember, but we're also on the Facebook. So oh, we were all, put, yes, we're on, the, up there. we're on the Facebook. So we're yeah. there, too, at Facebook.com slash 423SoccerPod. Well, that'll be it for tonight. Uh, Again, as always, uh, thanks for listening. Go CFC. Go Blues.
Oh, it's gone. Got it. What a shot from Will Shreve. Off the other side of the crossbar. Nice little chip. Oh, Mr. Oliveira with a cheeky goal. Oh.